How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So, uh, TJ's family is trying to... The ceremony where they're trying to give her sweets... To sweeten her mouth, Kim's mouth. And I wrote, have you got a cup of Splenda? <laughs> it's going to take about that much. Oh, to... I think more than that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. The other great line is when she said, I don't want to be a bitch of a bride. Too late. Too late. <laughs> Y'all, she is just not a happy person. And the whole time I thought, even when she's up there, she trying did have to, the shits. I have to say, yeah, but. yeah. But um, even when she's up there trying to dance, she's like, "I don't do this." I went in your YouTube videos. All you do is dance, and you're positive and happy. It is strange. Misrepresentation. It is strange how um, I think a lot of this is. I, I think a lot of this has to do with um, she is she's almost like she's trying to get everyone around her to she's kind of a a, a vacuum an an energy vacuum that sucks everything out of the room. Yeah. Um, and 
I, I think she's used to people cheering her up and she's used to people kind of talking her out of whatever dark place she's in. Yeah. And, and even, even when the, when the mom goes over to her and says, what happened? And the, and the, one of the relatives is like, she's got such a sour puss on. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, it's, we're going to talk about it. Y'all be hitched, be hitched. This episode's called be hitched. You know what I realized? They're all television shows. Maybe you didn't, maybe you, you noticed that, but they're all television show episodes names. Oh, look at that. I didn't. <laughs> I'm sure. No Mary realization. Payne, Mary Payne knew this by like the third episode. I know. We, we just we caught didn't. on. There's like law and disorder and one. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breaking bed instead of oh, breaking bad. Yes. Yes. They're all, they're all slightly um, modified TV shows. Look at that. This is. 90 Day Fiance, the other way, season five, episode 14. This is Toe. This is Toe. 14, this episode 14. Be hitched. Um, gotta be say, hitched, y'all. bothered and bewildered is Emily because she's shatter pants. Yeah, my... Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, I wouldn't want to sit on mom's lap because you might <laughs> shit on her. Skin Don't blame marks. her. Uh, we, I, uh, y'all... Season 10 of 90 Day Fiance uh, premiered, and whoa. We had thoughts. Whoa. Only got four couples, but yeah, there's some doozies. There's a- <laughs> uh, of course, Jasmine and Gino, um, we yes. already knew what they were kind of giving, but um, we clocked. We definitely clocked. There was a, a Twitter thing that says, how it started, how it's going, and it had a picture of Blake and Jasmine, then Jabri and Miona, then um, another couple, and then Rob and Sophie. <laughs> it's literally kind of the same look. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Julio and Kirsten. It oh, was yes, all, yeah, yeah, all yeah, very yeah. similar looks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, y'all, it's it's good. I, we really enjoyed it. I think we're gonna have that slot for the rest of. Uh, I I just think we're we're. I'm feeling like we're gonna have that slot of that influencer type couple for a while. I think this for is how while. things are. Yeah, unfortunately, f- fuck bo- fuck boys don't die easily. They nope. come back. They come back. There's nope. You always... gotta put a stake in their heart. Yeah, <laughs> and even and then. Even then their dick will still be hard and they'll fuck yeah. you. And sadly, I'm going to jump on that dick. You're going to jump on that dick? Mm-hmm. Y'all. Okay. Uh, toe, Poodle, any announcements, anything we want to? Oh, I know what we need to talk about. We Ooh. need to talk about the the villains, House of Villains premiere party that oh, we went to. That was fun. That we met I... Anissa. And yes. And as you call him, Jazz. Jazz. Jazz, Jazz yes. Taylor. Jax Taylor. Right. Too many appetizers and too many mini mm-hmm. burgers. Yeah. When they when they when they had to take some plates away from you, that was a little <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah. Anyway, so yes. So stay. I gave tuned. you a Caesar salad to maybe and just I, I just poured yeah. it in my mouth. Anyway, mm-hmm. y'all be sure to so that's gonna be at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. We we were on Love to See It. It's the episode's out. We were on the Bachelor episode podcast, Love to See It. Um, with uh, Emma and Lee, 
and we had a really good time. Hopefully, we had a really good time. They, they probably edited out a lot of the crazy shit that I said. I was on did. a tear. Again, that was Zelda, and Zelda was off. <laughs> Zelda Fitzgerald came to to shock. Let's say I, I had a lot of um, I had a lot of strange. Uh, uh, like wild woman energy coursing through my veins. Well, um, it's not going to be good this week because as the astrology sign says, this is considered the week of theater and it is the week that you were born. It's the week that I was born. And <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that there is going to be a lot of theater coming from Poodle. It, that, that's crazy. They call it the week of theater. It is. It is. A, um, yeah. So y'all think about Poodle on October 14th. <laughs> 13th. That's what I meant. Yeah, the 13th. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've been knowing you for 20 years. <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew it was the 13th. I get confused because sometimes I'll confuse myself because I have to remember Who you're cares? first. I don't really give a shit. Well, we have a friend who's on the 15th as well. And I go, wait, who's first? And I get nervous. Oh, I, 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 it doesn't really matter to me. Well, um, it matters I'm, to me because um, I, I love you and happy birthday. Birthdays are a weird time for me. You know that. I'm just I like, know they are. makes me think about my own mortality and how many I have left. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa Come at me if your birthdays make, make you moody. You know, it's okay to celebrate Whoa. the day. It's Ooh. okay to celebrate the day. I've, I've become okay with them as but I've gotten okay older. It's okay not to. Um, I think I've mentioned this before. It was just never a, a big deal in our house. Like, it just wasn't. You do whatever you want. I had a dream about you last night, actually, now that I think about it. Because I, I'm sitting Was I here naked? At, no, thank God. Um, you were sitting on a couch because I'm still, y'all, I'm still, I'm still living my uh, white woman Chardonnay fantasy in Santa Barbara. And... Um, I'm up here and there's this house and um, I've got my, you were sitting on the couch and you had these cards in your hand because in real life I have bought, you know, it's Halloween time. So I've got to send cards to like my nephews and just you saying send happy, Halloween cards. Yeah. I like to send a little happy Halloween, love, not a Christmas card. I just like to send a little Halloween card saying Gunkle Matt's thinking of you. I like stuff like, well, so you're in the dream. You were sitting on the, you couch. know, those cards go right in the trash. That's fine. <laughs> and, <laughs> Thought that counts. Well, so I'm going to send these cards, but in my dream, you had taken my cards and you, I, you had said, it's like I was in the dream. I wasn't in the dream first. I was just kind of watching you. Um, and you were, you picked up the cards. You went, oh, that's a good idea. And then I walked in. I said, Poodle, what are you doing? And you said, I'm sending out Halloween cards to my family. And I that said, That would well, never I, happen. And there's said, not a world that exists <laughs> where I would send out Halloween cards. And I said, Poodle. Well, I was going to send those out to my to my family, and you said, "Well, here, there's one left. Use that." <laughs> now that's more accurate. There, I don't I, know what that dream means. I'm telling but- you, there is not a world that exists where I would send out Halloween cards or Easter cards, yes, or Thanksgiving cards or April Fool's cards. You wouldn't send Christmas or Purim cards, holiday card, nothing. 
I sent Christmas cards one year. Really? And it didn't do anything for me. Um, I, I'm sure it's great for people. I like getting them, kind of. <laughs> Oh yeah. I don't you know what I don't like getting and I and I feel like I'm gonna read some of y'all. I don't like getting that what happened this year card. Oh I, love it. I knew love you were gonna love it. it. Love catching up with everybody. Love it. Yeah. I just feel like it's a bragger bragging thing. I just Oh, I, I guess I have friends that that keep it real because that's where I find out the tea. What? They like you, share you like, read between the lines. Someone says, Oh, no, they're in between jobs. They're finding out their passion. I'm like, oh, she's dating a deadbeat. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you can get that. Um I just I have I have a lot of them who some I, I like because it is catching up, but I have way too many who gild the lily a little too much. Uh-huh. And Do you have uh, a lot of theater folk friends. Yeah. And a lot of people who say, yeah, uh, little Esmeralda's doing, doing great. She was just uh, the cowardly lion in her production. Um, her grandmother said it was the best thing she'd ever seen. Um, and I think we're going to, we're going to try to get her in an after school acting class next time. And I'm just like, fuck, she was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she would. If she would have been really good, they would have given her the lead. Do you have a? Uh, if she would have been really good. They would have given her Dorothy, or the witch. There's only you, two roles in that show. There's you, the, there's the there's Dorothy, the witch, and maybe the wizard. That's Glinda, it. the good witch. She sings a song. <sighs> She's out there really quickly, but I'm saying <laughs> there's not a lot to choose from and stuff like that. And and like if your kid, if your kid's like halfway good, she's gonna get the lion. Or I tell you what, if they're the ten man, they're getting nothing. They're not. They're not there. The ten man does the least. The scarecrow. That's that's a good role. That's a good role. Anyway, <laughs> so that's if you were really good, you would wow. have gotten the witch or Dorothy. That's it. My brother was the Tin Man in the Little Theater production, and I thought he did real good. I thought he was great. Yeah, very wooden to speak, to say, so to speak. He won state speech. He's a good actor. We need to move on. You have, you have, I've completely ruined everyone's theater mother sissies in the corner. I'm sorry if your child get the, but the thing is your child can get better, but right now they're not great and that's okay. We've got to move on. You're, <laughs> you're going to get letters. Oh God, here comes the comments. Oh, uh, I can take it. I can take it. Please don't leave us a one star Apple podcast review citing that your child was great <laughs> <laughs> as the Tin Man you know and the what? Wiz. Here's the thing. You can't be you can't be objective about this. So that's the other thing. <laughs> Invite me and I will tell you. I will tell you because I will tell you if the child's decent or not. I'll also tell you if your child needs work. And I didn't say they're bad. They just need work. We need to move on. <laughs> we need to move on. Yeah, if you want if you want if you want honesty, I'll give it to you. All right, coming up this episode <laughs> of Toe, let's talk about it. Uh, Kim and TJ, they were most of the episode. They um, were. Um, I feel like whenever I, whenever I watch 
Kim and TJ, it is a feeling of impending doom. Yes. I'm just waiting for her to explode the next time. Like you and, have the shits. Yes. I'm <laughs> waiting for her to flaunt some custom and I'm waiting for her brother or his brother to get upset. I'm just, I just keep waiting for it. it is, it's, I, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the explosion. Yes. Out of her butt. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, yes. they're doing the henna ceremony. Um, it is the, it is their wedding day. The first of their three day wedding. Yes. It sounds like fucking Laura with the Tunisian three-day oh, wedding. Nothing's better than Jiggy Jiggy. Oh, and that outfit. And so she shat her pants. And <laughs> now I will say it is hard to be, it's hard to be, I don't know, chipper when you, <laughs> when you're, when, when you've got a colon full of chocolate milk. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard. I will say though, y'all, this, I'm, uh, she say these words, but this is like three different times now in this season. Kimberly said either something to the fact of, I know I can be a bitch or I can be bitchy or da da. Like she's calling out her own behavior and basically saying, This is me. Yeah. This Deal is me. It. Look out, cause here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Look out, cause here I come. <laughs> um. And she's like, I don't want to be a bitchy bride, but I'm not well and I'm lonely. This is the thing. This is, there are other people who can speak English around her. Mm -hmm. She really does need a handler at all times. She needs him there as her emotional support animal or her parents, or I'm just like, just and just live in the fucking moment. Can I take this step further and say I agree with you and say also I think she's trying the least. Yeah. I don't think she is trying at and it, it, y'all. We just go by off what we see, but it looks like she's really making no effort. Yeah, and good for TJ that he knows that and he comes and checks in on her and says she's like, "Are you hot?" She's like, "No, I'm freezing." And, oh, and then her parents well. are there, so she's kind of okay. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm cold. I've been throwing up all day. I've been shitting my pants. What do you think, TJ? And he's like, ha, 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 wait, <laughs> There is this kind of look, even when she's happy, her eyes are kind of big, and she's giving sarcastic version of happy, you know? I mean, so she's, I, she's miserable. I get it. <laughs> or I not get it, but... I want to know if we're talking about two different things in the fact of like later on, but this is kind of apropos now too. Like a part of me, my initial, I was like, just fucking smile at your wedding day. And then I heard a voice saying, Matt, don't tell women to smile. Mm -hmm. And then I went, I agree. But it is your wedding day. Like one day. One's there you for think, you. You would think one day someone at least just look happy or you just don't look happy at all and this is supposed to be the happiest day of your put, life put on a little bit if if you if you say if you say you love this man as much as you do and this family is doing yeah. all of this for the both of you yeah it's not so much about she needs to, a woman needs to smile but she there is does i do need to see like the appreciation Keep for up the appearances, event that's happening jesus god you look like you're just you, sitting in your own shit. You know what this is? Away. This is Away. hashtag not Southern. It's hashtag not Southern. Yo, that is true. This is 
Miss Sharp Objects bring, here. You're bringing back Southern Charm days. Y'all yes. don't ask Hashtag us to come into the charm. Not Southern. Not Southern. And the thing about it is, she's from like fucking Alabama. She, I said sharp objects. She really is giving Amy Adams in that whole series. Michelle from Bloody Day gave called her sharp objects, and it is the most accurate thing. Uh, and 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 also, I I can and, and it feels everything does about Kimberly does feel like there's a gothic past. So yes. Anyway, she and she's but she says Yash comes over and says, well, if I said something, uh, uh, if I said something bad, um, I'm sorry. And she said, it hurt my feelings when you call me stupid. But she admits I am a handful. Again, she keeps admitting she, she I think she is one of those people that does bad behavior and say, well, this is me. This is who I yeah, am. No, totally. I uh, think if she said that to me too many times. She's like, I know I can be a bitch. And I was like, I know you are a handful. You're awful. I don't know how we all stand you. <laughs> yes. and I'd say it right back to her and she'd go. <laughs> I'm like, I know <laughs> I'd read her for filthy garbage. Oh, I mean, I'm, I can be sarcastic and bitchy. I'm just, I'm a bitchy, I'm a bitchy fag who's got an opinion on everything. Full Boy. stop. <laughs> There's the bio. I'm, <laughs> I'm not this, I'm, I'm not this miserable. There's it's, just it's not, not about yeah. being bitchy. It's about, it's about, she looks miserable and about, um, just making, th- think about how TJ acts towards her parents. Mm-hmm. And how she is acting. I, I, and I think that's what his family was trying to call bullshit on. I don't think they were so terrible at first. I think they were just saying, like, she gives them nothing. Yeah. And she just yells about everything. Also, she, I think she, I think, I don't know. I, I always hesitate to speculate what, what Indian language, but, you know, Hindi, they speak Hindi, or I don't know what it is. Someone will correct me. But, how hard would it be to slightly converse with his family? Um, she seems like a reasonably intelligent person. She could I learn mean, a little bit. We don't really assume this of Chicken Jenny, but that's because Jenny has chicken brains. <laughs> Jenny's dumb. <laughs> Jenny has chicken brains. Now, does uh, and this woman's lived in it, and she spent a whole year. Who's the other like one? A couple months. A whole Jennifer? Was it Jennifer? Jen. Jen, Jen, Jen. She never really saw. We didn't see her. She never had to because Rishi was right there, and she never met the family before. This is a That's woman true. who has a pre-existing she, relationship she there. with her, with his family. In a year, she can't say anything like "thank you" or. Yeah, I don't know. I I just Again, think it's it's always think, very lazy no, for the Americans. Goes, well, it goes back to her. No effort. Yeah. So then she's like, "I'm not sitting on your mom's lap." Um, which <laughs> there, there is something, uh, about it where she becomes a member of the family or something like that. And at one point they're like, they're like, I didn't know I was going to sit in your mom's lap. And TJ goes, yeah, we didn't tell you that. <laughs> we didn't tell you that. <laughs> because they now know how much to tell you. And it's very entertaining to watch you. Yes. Realize, Cause your eyes get real big. Because she thinks she's probably being gaslit or set up to – not gaslit. She's probably thinking she's being set up to fail. No, it's because you're horrible. <laughs> yeah, and also they just don't want to – they they don't want 
they know now it's easier to throw things at you because you're going to balk at everything. And Sometimes what I do to Poodle, <laughs> I, it's, it's better, better that way. It's better just to throw things at to him and let him react. me and apologize later. Yes. yes. No, I, I agree with you. I think that's a great way to, to, to handle. Um, and I wrote down, I don't know why she thinks this is strange, because at every single one of my weddings, I sat in my daddy's lap. Um, and usually you get, you get off the lap and you're given like a deed to a diamond mine or something. So, <laughs> or they take the ball gag out. Yeah. Great. So yeah, you get, you get things when you sit in laps. Wow. <laughs> wow. So then it's a deed to it. Where am I? Where Jesus. Am I? Uh, there's I, Zelda. Oh, I remember that. Here. I remember that wedding, that diamond mine. Hmm. Ooh. Sold it. Sold. Lost it in a poker game. Poker. Uh, don't even know her. Um, so, so then we're at the dance ahead. ceremony. Um, and be dancing. Meanwhile, so she's she's like, I'm not really good dancing, and she looks like she's having a good time. Again, she makes YouTube videos of her dancing, and she says, I don't really dance, but I'm kind of dancing. If there's a funny face I can make, then I'm good at it. And y'all, she, she is just that type of person that feels like, I don't know. I know I should think that's cute, but it made me dislike she, her even more. She can't make a she can't make her fool she can't make a fool of herself. She has to TJ's having the most fun and he the most so joy. She can't fully embrace joy. She can't. And I, I'm I think, into TJ. Me too. I have thought he's he I so thought he's charming. been hot kind of like since the first. He is so hot to me now. And he's more, he's, he's charming. Like, again, at first I thought he was really, now granted, he didn't tell her everything, but now we know why he doesn't tell her everything because she's, is, she's is, a bitch. <laughs> Y'all, we've got two miserable bitches on this season. She's just, I really do believe in holding back the word bitch. We really throw it around too much. We do, but we, when she's we need a to be very careful. She's a self-proclaimed bitch. Yeah. She said I, it. I'm a bitch and I'm proud to be called one. Um, but so she basically, uh, anyway, he's, he's very excited, um, and says what she experienced today is nothing to what she's going to experience tomorrow. I wonder if those are the, uh, the shots that we've seen of her screaming bloody murder. Um, have you seen those? Uh, like this season on? Yes. Yeah. It's weird. Have we had a toe where everyone's getting married in the middle of the season before? I, they I, all I blend to together for me. I know, but Holly, <laughs> Wayne, these two, like people are getting married. Usually mm -hmm. they, on the fir their first introduction to toe, usually that's kind of the end of the season of will they or um, won't they. For toe, I don't think we have a lot of – well – we did have Corey and Evelyn got married. But that was, when it, wasn't it like the end of the season though? It yeah, led towards the end of the no, season. Those with seasons An felt long. But same with <laughs> Angela and Michael. It led, the end of the season led to will right. they want to get, yeah. we never, we're in the, y'all, this is going to the end of the year. So we're getting 22 episodes of Toe. We're halfway in the season and now we've got two married couples. Yeah. 
I think we're going to, I think, will it ever go back to two hours? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it will. This is episode 14. So we've got about nine more episodes left. So that's. Yeah. Should we move on to Brandon and Mary? Um, yeah, <laughs> y'all have to. I think we said this on 90 Day, but spoiler or spoiler alert, they're what are they again, P- Poodle? Pregnant with the second child. <laughs> they're pregnant with their second child. Yeah, so uh, oh, my kingdom for a family planning book, Jesus, or put the condom on your penis, not on your thumb. This is so fucking stupid. It makes me annoyed to even talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) These two people should not be procreating this early in their lives and definitely not with each other. It's stupid. I know. We're stupid with with evolution, the fact that that, that's when you're the most fertile, when you're this young and dumb and full of cum. Mm. Saturday nights. (laughs) Well, Uh, you're not not with young and old. Are they more... Um, not old, but middle-aged. What would be your equivalent of young, dumb, and full of cum? Um, they are, yeah. At this stage of your life. In their late 50s. <laughs> their, let's say, late 50s. So middle-aged. Um, dispensable income and needing blue pills. <laughs> <laughs> But they get there. They get there. They get there. Yeah. So this is, we are, she's talking to her grandmother. Lola. About kind of her, her pregnancy and how she's feeling. And, and the grandmother is kind of sympathetic. She's like, eh, well, sorry, you're feeling that way, but I told you not to get pregnant. Told you. And um, the only way a, 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 a kind of a salty grandma can. It's, you know, it's interesting because we're finding out, you know, y'all, Brandon's depressed. Um, I don't know why no one, no one will say it. Because well, I don't <laughs> think those things are acknowledged here. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's familial or it's cultural, but I don't think that's even into their consciousness. And I don't, I don't know, know if he can't say it. I guess I, gonna, I don't think Brandon has that emotional mm. intelligence because this is just I wrote. He runs away. He doesn't know how to talk because this person knows nothing about conflict resolution, y'all, yeah. because he basically raised himself like a wild wolf and, mm-hmm. and relied on the kindness of strangers. He has no modeling. Always dependent the kindness of strangers. Oh, Lord. But it's, um, he has be no lucky healthy- Zelda Fitzgerald and not Blanche Dubois. Oh, that's, that's, that's a scary, oh, when oh. I'm in, when I'm in, when I'm blanching, that's a really, <laughs> I'm a, I'm in a fragile state. Zelda-ing is better than Blanche Dubois. When's Whoa. the last time you were blanching? Oh, that was probably last year. I was blanching really hard during the pandemic too. Um, yeah. A lot of existential of- thoughts. <laughs> And Choosing really bad men. Oh. Ugh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Brutes of a man. Oh. That, that's why there was bruising more around your neck. Yeah. So the choking, the bruising <laughs> was, was worse. Yeah. Yeah. But Blanche mm-hmm. kind of likes that. 
So exactly. Yeah. So that so that's what I I wrote that it's it sucks because they're just telling him to fix it and Brandon is completely overwhelmed and doesn't know how to fix it. And this happens, I think, a lot in uh, here in the U.S. too, in families, but especially low income, you know, that where therapy, those kind of things aren't talked about. They're like, just mm-hmm. fix it. Get over it. I mean, how many times did you hear your relatives say, oh, someone's in They're in a, you know, they're in a slump right now. You just got to get up and, yeah. and just get up and get going. Or trust, trust God to lead you out of it. Or yeah. you just got to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah. No. I'm not saying, Brandon, I'm not giving an excuse for all this. I'm just saying it says, again, like with everything with this storyline, it's just sad. If you need to walk to town and to go fall asleep on a bench away a, from a, a, the a family. stone bench. And you talked, he talked about this stone bench like it was his only friend. You might be depressed. Just take that to heart, everyone. <laughs> yeah. He's playing I, video games. Y'all, this is all numbing behavior. This is all yeah. numbing behavior. The loud TV, numbing. <laughs> yes. Because honestly, he went from one prison, one RV to the next. And talk about feeling trapped. Boy. And he says, I know, where is my blues, blues harmonica? He, he, he says, he's saying, fuck you, Mary, because... That's the next thing you get emotionally Which abusive. Made me laugh because for a second I thought he was playing. I don't know why. It was, it's like, fuck it was you, fuck- Mary. Well, like, no, but I was like, a fuck, Mary, kill. Because Oh, was, fuck you, just, Mary. Yeah. I don't know. And it's just terrible. Good. That's terrible for him to say to someone. Right. His pregnant wife or girlfriend. The producers say, what happened? He's like, we had a fight. I needed to get out of the house. And and that's when he tells the story about sometimes I just come sleep on this stone bench. And I wrote again, the buzz cut is not working on him. No. It makes hey him there, look Brandon. malnourished. sleep on me again, Brandon? <laughs> oh, it's your old friend, Stoney. Hi. I sit on me and lay on me and I'll love you, Brandon. <laughs> kind of like Gary. It sounds like Gary of The Bachelor. Yeah. Who doesn't sound no, like Warren no, Jeffs at all. No, no, you can't <laughs> ruin this man. Yeah, those, the uh, love to see it. Podcast was not ready for the war and Jeff's comparison. They weren't ready. Uh-uh. Oh, keep sweet and obey. Oh. Mm. So, uh, the anyway, he said, I do it to calm down so I don't yell. And y'all, Lolo is home. Grandpa's home from Manila. And ain't nobody He's happy. Ain't nobody happy. He's out there fixing his bike and they walk up and he's like, eh, carburetor, something. I don't know. I wrote down, imagine if your grandfather wore a multicolored tank top. (laughs) Mine never wore that. But I think Mary's grandfather is remarkably younger than my grandparents. Also, it's very hot because did you see when Mary went to pick up? Brandon and they walked up to the house. You see the been walking up the hill and his whole back just has a line of sweat. It's very hot. It's tropical. Yeah. And I heard, Goodbye, friend. I'll see you next time. See you tomorrow. And you can come <laughs> sleep on me. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, and the Lolo basically says, this house is a war zone. You're fighting all the time. You are disgracing us in front of our neighbors. So, y'all, these fights must have gotten cuckoo magoo with, yes. with the shouting. And also the way they build the homes here. This is it's they, you know, Brandon paid for this house. It's a nice house. But the homes, they're not. Y'all, we've seen that gecko. The homes aren't enclosed. So a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's sometimes air so they can hear probably what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can sit there and watch that boy. <sighs> God. So Gary he basically says, Well, maybe I should go back to America. And she's like, Maybe if you can change your attitude. I wrote, He is creating his outside to mirror what he feels on the inside. Mm. Unlovable, unworthy, trash. And he's subconsciously sabotaging this because it it is overwhelming to him to actually feel good and that he's contributing to a relationship. He's not used to it. It's really hard to watch. And it's really hard to break this pattern mm-hmm. when you've experienced it your whole life. I'm just watching behind you of um, where there are pictures of people I don't know. Oh, you don't know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a girl which looks like it's her first communion. Oh, yeah. Um, my friend Rachel, Spencer's mom, dancing with her grandpa. Yeah, and there's a weird portrait of a girl in t- pigtails. Yes, that's like a painting. Y'all, I'm still in Santa Barbara at the house. Yeah. Um, Lots of pictures. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, shall we move on to Holly and Wayne? <laughs> we got a boy band group singing South Africa. Bebop, doo-wop, bebop, doo-wop. It didn't sound like that, but... No, it sounded good. Yeah. It sounded good, actually. Yeah, it was very good. Uh the next day, y'all, the the acapella group sang as they fucked. <laughs> so she, there's also a clip of her looked like under the influence of something. Just to be honest, I don't know what it was. She was just like fell with her veil. First of all, why is she still wearing her veil in this hotel? I don't. Did they walk um, there? I don't know. Apparently she fell several times. <laughs> I guess the shoes and the dress. It was all, again, y'all, the corpse bride, as everyone called it. But some sissies brought this up, and um, it, it, it makes you wonder, like, uh, were some pills had on wedding day? Well, it's been a topic that that's the slurred speech, that's everything, that's, it, Y'all, yeah. if it makes... Boy, something we've learned on this show, and I'm really trying to apply it to life... If it makes sense, it makes sense. 
brilliant. <laughs> no, I, that sounds so simple, but a lot of people don't do that. Things make Groundbreaking. sense. And, th- and then we excuse it away. <laughs> I know, but you said the exact same thing. But it's I think what you're trying to say, if it walks like a duck, dot, dot, dot. I'm just saying, if it makes sense, comma, <laughs> it makes sense. There you go. Uh, put that on a pillow. That's because- a Chelsea Mar saying. If it makes sense, Matthew, it makes sense. <laughs> I don't think that's as profound as you're thinking it is, but I'm I glad it. I'm glad it means something to you. I wasn't just. I was just if saying. May, that, I just y'all. I wish you could have seen my face. <laughs> I went. You know what? You're gonna do something, and you're gonna show your ass, and I'm gonna look at you one day. I'm gonna say, "Well, if it makes sense." And just remember, and if away, it makes sense, it makes sense. And you're sense. gonna sit there in looking like Kimberly, who just shit herself. Oh, actually, I, I think what I'm you're not really if a told walks, you so type of if person. If it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. I don't want to talk about that. I'm scared of birds. Why would I use that saying? Anyway, why would I talk about something that's terrifying to me? So then they're talking about, he's like, you won the husband lottery. And she's like, no, I, I, you you and I know lottery. I have lottery. First of all, the only lottery I enjoy is the Shirley Jackson story where they stone someone to death. <laughs> I don't know that story. And of course I don't you to. don't. I don't need to know that story. <laughs> and that's what happened for these two. That would, that's what I would enjoy. I just um, saw on the news thing today that on deadline today and I, Nancy Grace is hosting some new true crime oh, no. show. And I went, oh, no, is Poodle going to watch that? I don't love a lot of host involved trying to find justice for people. I want it presented. I want true crime presented in a way that is both empathetic and also creepy. Um, I don't I don't like that. The, cro- the crusader for justice unless it's someone who was actually a victim. Um, um, I, I, don't, I, I don't like the Nancy Grace kind of taking up the mantle to fight for justice. <laughs> do you know how uh, do, you, do, you, do you know how many people I have put in prison? Ugh. Gross. <laughs> do you know how many people poodles fucked in prison? <laughs> Only like two, maybe three. <laughs> maybe three. Uh, so they're married. They're, I do like Wayne, though. I do like Wayne. They're married. They're really? Doing, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I think he's completely like an Izzy and doesn't have his financial shit together, but I like I him. Yes. I, I just, there's something about him that I'm always thinking that he's going to tell her another thing to, yes, uh, uh, there's, when, when you open when you open one door in my house, a bunch of nails are going to fall down. Yeah, yeah, I do think that. <laughs> like I'm just waiting for the next awful thing out of his mouth. Like, well, I, so I can't like him. Well, apparently he wants to know. I'm sure your mother loved this song. He wants to know if he's a sex god, sex god. You're a sex god. <laughs> I don't think my mother knows "Sex Bomb" by by Tom Jones. I know it's "Sex Bomb." I'm she, thinking she'd probably god, enjoy but. it. Um, right, because wasn't she attracted to Tom Jones? Yes. Tom Jones, Rod Stewart. When did she tell you these things? Like, were you older? Like in like in no, college? Oh, no, or? I was a teenager. And she's like, he really did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so sexy. Hearing your mother, hearing your, as a teenage boy, hearing your mother say, He's so sexy. Just <laughs> never did any. No. 
No. I don't think my mother ever did that. I don't remember her ever. I mean, I think she never said it, but I know she was watching Quantum Leap because of Scott Bakula. Ooh, sexual awakening. Because when I told her I saw him at the Carol Burnett thing, my mom went, oh, I don't know what I would have (laughs) said. I'm like, well, nothing. I didn't say anything to him, Mom. He was in, um, I think, putting it together with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some other shows. He's he's a musical theater person. There's a great nice clip voice. of uh, a great clip of Carol Burnett in the middle of putting it together. Her skirt isn't zipped. It breaks and it starts to fall in the middle of the show. And so they're all performing. It's with her. John Barrowman's in this production. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might not be Scott Bakula. That's the, that's the London with Ruthie Henschel, I believe. And her, her, Maybe her, it's the Broadway. Uh, her skirt just falls down in the middle. It's a great clip. It's hilarious. This has been brought to you by Queers. This <laughs> yes. segment has been brought to you As by a, Faggotry. Who love Carol Burnett. Mm-hmm. An icon. I agree, an icon. Definitely. Okay, so Holly says, y'all, apparently Holly's a little bit more of a little poodle than we think. Because she says Wayne's kinky and he's into he's bondage. Kinky. He's into like weird that. stuff and bondage. And the weird shit Holly wants to do in the bedroom is beyond. I, I think it would curl poodle's toes. And now I think it's time for another reality gaze oh, lightning no. round oh, no. about what Holly wants Wayne to do to her in bed or what Wayne. I'll give you two choices. What Wayne does in bed, some of Wayne's kinks and what Holly would prefer. <laughs> Or you can give one and I'll give Holly's reaction. I'm going to give, I'm going to give, this is now not password. This is ass word. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give. The ass word is. I'm going to give what Wayne wants to do in the bedroom. And then you're going to give what Holly actually. Holly's corpse bride version. Yes. Um, Okay. I have to like get a list because I don't think I'm I'm so vanilla. I don't even I don't even know if You're I would so basic. know all yeah. of these. I I don't. Um, all right, are we ready? Yes, and we begin. I think I, we we should really have that. We should really have game show music, but I don't think we, we should. Not no, this. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. You need to okay. put all the new stuff that I deleted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know where it is. <laughs> In my defense, there was an X there, and normally X doesn't. I, I, or there wasn't an X. It was like a little button, and I pushed it, but it made it go away, and I didn't know that. Just start the you. segment. You're a bitch, but I love you. You do funny shit. Start the okay. segment. Start the sector. Okay, I think Wayne would uh, Wayne would love to give Holly a foot job. Oh, a foot job! Isn't it kind of like when I could you can like put your foot in my mouth and like you can try to get it in there because I can't open my mouth really big and I can suck on your toes and then while I'm doing it I can sing that really sad song that she sings to Jack Skellington. Da, da, da. Where will I be human now? (laughs) (laughs) 
okay, next one. I think Wayne would love to, he would love to get kinky and he would love to put Holly in a blindfold. Oh, I love a blindfold because it makes me kind of feel like um, someone had just killed me and we could play, like, if I'm really, 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 if I'm really, really still, and we could kind of play like um, I'm dead and you you just, you're what you're mourning me. And the last time you need to like, um, you need to have sex with my dead body one last time to feel the last bit of warmth that's going on in my body. <laughs> Wow. This is Why does this seem accurate? <laughs> As I'm saying it, part of it seems accurate to me. Keep going. You started this. Okay. We'll I think do- I only have one more enemy. Okay. We'll do one more. Okay. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne in the bedroom. Wayne, uh, Wayne loves to, the, the, the obvious, Wayne loves to pull Holly's hair. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Oh my God, I'm so into that. I really like it when people pull my hair, but could we do this thing where I'm like, you're almost riding on like like on a sleigh and you're pulling back on the reins of my hair like I'm some kind of beast and then you pull hard enough and then like I become like an animal and then I rip your throat out. That's how that ends. She kills him with her teeth. <laughs> well, I don't have that sound because you deleted it. But she's got so much hair. So much she, hair. she actually suffocates him in her hair. Yes, that's how, that's that, how it that's happens. How I, I want to say you're wrong, but again, I think uh, I think we need to move on after that. Let's she's, talk about- by the way, she's not ready for her mom to leave. That's that whole oh, segment. <laughs> Because her mom is the only important <laughs> thing keeping Wayne alive from her from her doing some type of like necrobancy <laughs> on him. <laughs> and Holly's not ready for her mom to leave. 
Oh, I got little segments like that. Oh, either I got to take a dump or we need to talk about Johan and Miserable uh, Bitch. Danielle and Johan. Baby June. Um, <laughs> yeah, how's, what is her giving you this episode, Poodle? It's giving me Baby June. Baby every, June. Is it, baby June wait, is it, from Gypsy. Is it young Baby June or is it old Baby June no, trying to dress like young it's Baby June? old Baby June <laughs> dressed as young Baby June. Oh. It's like the hair gets more and more ridiculous. It was giving it's all it was real, giving y'all. All way, real. Oh, that's what she said. What a joke! It was really giving Ellie Mae Clampett, like the we saw yeah, her last. Yeah, it does. With, on her, with her big old boobs, like, hey, Mister J. Um, yeah. uh, but Mister Drysdale. <laughs> Let's do it. Y'all, they're going to go talk to a life coach who we see in next episode, and the life coach is hot. He is, because apparently Johan went to therapy and didn't like it. Shocker. Um, <sighs> Shocker. I mean, here, I think we said this at the end of like last season. We got to remember, we give her a hard time. I think he's equally an asshole. He's really shown his true colors this season. Um, I, it, oh, I can't believe it. I'm developing not a sore spot, but a little bit of empathy for her in how much of a wall it is to just a brick wall he is about. I, I, I see less misguided. I see less empathy and I see more. Karma is your boyfriend, or in this case, karma <laughs> is your husband. No, because she's just getting what she sowed out there because yep. he's – because honestly, they were conning – they're conning one another. Yep. What she wanted was the sanky-panky dream. She wanted the hung Dominican boy, but she didn't want to pay for it. Nope, and, and he <laughs> wanted the older American going to give her this 12-inch dick. That's all yeah. she'll care about, and she'll pay for all of my wants and needs and send me to the U.S. And uh, but he because they can't speak the same language, they couldn't well, con one another. She's 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 pretty good. She she gets she that's true. She gets, does understand Spanish, but and but the problem was this is she's coming at it from a non. He's trying to live life transactionally mm. in the best way he can. She is too, but doesn't understand it. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to make it a real relationship. And y'all, this relationship with the inequality of economics that was set up is never going to be a real relationship. It's just not. No, it's not. <clears throat> and they say, you know, she's like, he's, he wants to like buy a house and because y'all, what Johan has turned into, which he was always this way, is an opportunist. Opportunista. Uh, Opportunisto. Well, I think he either he didn't read the book, but he listened to uh he listened to the guy <laughs> Rich from Dad, Rich Dad Poor Dad, Dad <laughs> on on a podcast or like on a meme on TikTok and he went, That's Rico what padre. we're gonna do. Yeah. Pobro, Pobro, Pobre Padre. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, that's what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened, y'all. He saw TikTok, and then y'all, because forget it. As they're filming this, don't forget this is when he has not his OnlyFans, but whatever Stephanie's. Oh, um, I can't remember the name of it. Or, yeah, um, I don't something know. like that. So he's selling his he's selling his dick pics of him beating off and all that shit. So, um, 
But she, he said, hey, I want to buy a house and then rent it. And she said, no, uh, because you want to buy a house with $100,000 and then spend it for $100 a month. She's like, I thought he said $20,000, which something is still like that. not a great but, investment. But she says, and she's like, that's not a good investment. And those are margins. She's like, and you are, you're just doing this on your own ego, which she's right. I, I got to say, I've not heard this expression before and I'm going to use it. But when she said, I am not funding your flex. And I went, oh, that is because I've been there. I, I'm like, that is a chef's kiff saying. I'm going to say this. I appreciate her ability to come back with something. Sometimes she's got a great turn of phrase. Her, her, I can't believe I'm expressing actual admiration for her, but her, her in the moments are wonderful sometimes because she lays him bare. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say this and Danielle's a star. She is. She is. She's, she's a, a terrible person. But, <laughs> but sometimes those star. are the best scars. We just went to the, which by the way, y'all, we had a great time at the House of Villains premiere. We Thank did. you to E. Be sure to not, check out the show on E with Anfisa. Did we, did we say we were going to talk about that? I think, uh, oh, we were going to talk about it on this episode. So we'll okay. save it at the end. Okay, um, good idea. We'll talk about Anfisa. Um, and so we'll talk about that again. But when she said that, but at the same time, why she's a great TV is the hypocrisy of her is I, you could argue and say, Johan was your flex though, honey. Mm-hmm. It's true. Did you hear her? Then he says at the end, he's like, well, you can't give me a child. And he oh, that flings was, that at her. And that she was asshole. horrible. Horrible. And so this is where I start the, the relationship because there's, there's this value difference. And that he never get. he's upset. I just want to say this before you get into kind of the overarching. We got to remember, he's also upset with her that he's she's never moved an inch on the papers to get yeah. him back in the country. Because spoiler alert, Johan doesn't know about her $70,000 uh, bill to Easy Pass. <laughs> Sorry, now it, continue what you're going to say. No, I think that's important say, to remember. There's, there's no mutual respect. Between either of these people, neither one of them really respects the other. No, um, I think his kind of patriarchal view of the world, how a woman should listen to him, he he's is never gonna, never gonna respect her, and she is never gonna respect him because, in a way, she thinks he's just, he's just a walking big dick, and he is brutally misogynist. Oh yeah, I, I think, and I would say more than most people we've seen from the DR. I think he doubles down more and he dicks um, her down too. Definitely. Double dick down. Double. Oh. Um, do you want to talk about the villains premiere? Let's talk. Oh, I didn't watch the premiere. Uh, the villains, the, the villains the premiere party. Yeah. Party. Let's do it. It's not come out yet. I think it comes out on the 12th. You said that so not, you, you want to talk about that villains premiere? Oh, I'm like sorry. You Should we talk about the villains? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Didn't hype it up enough. Okay. Sorry. We, oh, y'all, we've already mentioned we saw Jazz. We, we're going to talk about all the people. <laughs> Jax. <that laughs> yes, Jax Taylor. Jazz Taylor. I did call him Jazz on a previous episode, y'all. I screamed. I didn't know. 
No, I think it's it was just, on a you're RG so show. woefully uninformed about the world. Anyone here? The world of reality television that you haven't watched, like no. woefully. You don't even know these people. Like I know the and name. It's your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the name Tiffany Pollard, but I didn't know that she also is New York. Yes. I didn't know because people kept talking about New York and I'm like, who's New York? I didn't realize it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne are the same person. Tiffany Pollard in New York, y'all. It's just like that. I didn't know. Um, Anyway, we got invited to the, it was at a place in Los Angeles. I still Um, don't know who invited us. Uh, we don't know. Oh, I got to email them. Email that. It's very sweet of E. We. It was really exciting to go. They had the party was great. The booze was great. They also did a really smart thing. They had like a photo booth, but they had all these props from different from the different yeah, shows the show, that villains on. They the had the Love Is Blind cups from Deep T, who was not there. Um, but there were some, not there. Shake or Shake. I'm sorry, Shake was not there. Shake I was not there. Shake. Yeah, he was not there. I don't think I would have wanted to meet him, regardless. No, there, we'll get to it. Spoiler, I'll, I'll let Poodle talk about it, but we did see someone from Love is Blind. Um, but um, they had red makeup bags. We, we did? did? Yes. Remember I said, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, and you said, that yes, is not. Yes, yes, uh, And so, uh, but they did have red makeup bags in the video, which if you yeah. saw on our social media, we posted about. So as far as the event, we, well, it was great. Well done event. We had a good time. I, now, Poodle, tell them who – I walked about in. Yeah. I walked in immediately and saw this kind of large man with a kind of a suit on with the douchiest mustache. I'm like, hi, Jax. And at the bar, I was like talking to him again. And uh, he's like, hey, what's up? Um, just like – Dracar Noir oozing out of his pores. It's 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 interesting. People talk about uh, Sandoval being uh, the biggest douchebag in the world. Jax is the OG douchebag. <laughs> but the weirdest things is, and I even said, is Jax? Does it feel good that you were right about Sandoval the whole time? Because <laughs> he was. He hated Tom Sandoval. He's like, oh yeah, I was right about everybody. I was right about everything. I'm like, of course you're going to say that. He's like, guess when I'm back on the show. Going to watch it? Of course. And I had a picture taken with him and uh, he also, does smell good. You and can his hear head. your butthole chirping the entire time. Y'all, Poodle, I will say, he held it together, but I could tell Poodle was falling all over this man. I will say, y'all, Jax is gross in, on, on television. Definitely smashable in person. Um, I did not expect that. I'm no, cool. you will. I did not expect oh. that. <laughs> You walked away and you said, he touched the arch of my back. He touched the arch of my back. He touched the arch of my back. And I was and like, you've got to go sit slightly. on something. You've got to go sit on something. His mustache when he nuzzled my neck. That didn't happen, but it did later in, that night in my dreams. Um, you were, yeah, you had to go get fucked after this premiere. He's so a man up. mountain. He's very tall. He's very, he does look very buff, actually. Yeah. He looks very sinewy. That. Okay, goes back to that trailer trash wife of his <laughs> night. Who's he married to? Oh. <laughs> Brittany from Kentucky. <laughs> Was she on the show? Uh, yeah. They got married in this like fucking corn pone town where she's from in Kentucky. And he's still married to her? I think so. I'm sure he Good cheats on Jazz. her. Good for Jazz. Jax. <laughs> Whatever. 
<laughs> um, then we did see out of the corner of her eye, uh, you pointed him out, and I went, oh, it is him. We saw Damien from Love is Blind there because obviously it was some kind of clout chaser event. And he was talking to Cody Calafiore from Brother who just came out as bisexual. Um, Cody and- Calafiore was wearing just a tank top and a jeans. And it didn't matter because that man was so fucking hot. It he was-, was hot in person. Woo! I got to say, though, Damien's had – it didn't settle. He found somebody that does good fillers and shit under his eyes now because I got to say, he looked really good. He did. He looked really, want, really, really good. We didn't want to talk to him because we think he's gross, but <laughs> – No, we also – we're going to get to Anfisa. We actually met her early in the night, but we'll save her for last. Um, uh, and then we ended up seeing uh, – you did not realize that was Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms? I did not realize because she was in a wheelchair. Because I don't think you knew that. And also she's lost a lot of weight. But it yeah. was her. There were just like three or four kind of gay minstrel guys just going, I love you. Yeah, there were a lot of filler gays at this event. They just called the troop of gays every yes. time these events happened. There were a lot of filler gays dressed in clothing that was a little too tight for them and looked designer but weren't. <laughs> but were Zara. Yes. They yeah. they always called like there was about eleven gays. Um, I mean, I'm not judging. I wore a fucking shirt from Express. <laughs> what the fuck? I think the one that I was the dinosaur shirt I I was wearing is from I think it's from Shane, Shine, not Shane. It's, it's like Shane or uh, Shane. I can always say it wrong. Shane. And how much did it cost you? Or Sheen. Um. Like, like thirty dollars? Yeah. No, yeah, not even we're that. Not, we're not fashionistas, y'all. Yeah. Um it's not we, we need a sissy stylist. Yeah. I'd love that. Um then we who else um, was there? Who else was there? We didn't get to talk to New York New York, unfortunately. She was doing the step and repeat and she came As late. we were leaving. Yeah. Um and we, I did see Omarosa. But the temperature cooled so much around me that I didn't need to leave because I was kind of scared of her. And it's interesting. The one guy, we, we talked to some people in production, and he's like, yeah, that was the one person I was really afraid of. And and everyone told us to be afraid of her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, it was, it was something talking to her. I think actually, I think the show's going to be good. I think it's going to be um, because y'all, Joe McHale was not there. Sadly, no, we really wanted to see him. Uh, uh, Johnny Fairplay was there. I did not interact with him that much. Um, uh, no, no thanks. Was did we see Corinne Olympios? Olympios? I don't think we saw her. No, or maybe uh, she was there. I think we probably she was probably there. Oh wait, she was there. I don't know who she is though. Oh uh, yeah. Who I think else? she was doing the step and repeat with everybody else. She looked like one of those um, overly blown up dolls. She did. Yeah. Um, oh, Johnny Fairplay was there. That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then also uh, one of the gay guys you were talking about wearing a woefully, woefully too small outfit was Bobby Lights. Yes. From that Top Love Model? And, Love and Hip Hop. I thought. Love and Hip Hop. Okay. Yeah. Isn't he from that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Sure. Um, so that all happened, but actually, but the first person we saw of the whole night, we had she was there on time because we showed up relatively early because we're old. We, yes, we showed up like 15 minutes late. 
third me is like, and but y'all in this beautiful green dress was Miss Anfisa. If and she was there, she looked great. She you had didn't a, recognize her at first. I said she Anfisa. had a. You said that's not. She's her. had some work done. She's had some she more, has, more yeah. work done. She um she had a big burly man just holding her white purse, which I, I thought was a nice touch. It was like this man was, it was almost comical because this man was like kingpin big and just holding <laughs> this little bag. It almost looked like she rented him for the evening. It did. It did. <laughs> I, I introduced myself to him um, just not to be awkward. But so we came up, you approached her first. I yeah. got to say, I made fun of you about jazz and how you acted with him. Yeah, you Jack. acted, you acted like a, I, you fanned her. I fanned Anfisa a little bit. I was a little like blah 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 blah. blah. It was kind of like I did a little bit of what Luke brought of what of what Poodle did to Luke when you we met. Oh God, Luke! So I'm gonna. I'm, just, I'm not proud I'm being of myself. Honest, I'm gonna call Poodle out and say when he does it, but I'll admit it when I've done it myself. It was she was lovely. We talked about it, and she said I wanted to do this because everyone just saw me on the show with with George. She's like I want to do something for myself and. People realize that I'm not that way. And she said she had a really good time. And she, she can't had a wait. good time. And yeah. And we said, and the whole we we of course we gave her opinions and we said, we love you. I said, you were the you weren't conning. You were the one getting conned. And she laughed. She's like, yeah. She laughed at that. And Poodle let Poodle talked about our listeners are called sissies, and our sissies think you're iconic. And we do so we yeah. But you did it in a nice way where I was just like, huh, I think even later no, on. No, you were a bumbling mess. I was, was a bumbling was mess. mess. It was a mess. <laughs> we went to leave and she was walking out the door and and, and she was like, where you walk out, there's this hallway with pretty lighting and because she knows how to do social media. She was like walking and doing like a she boomerang. She took a lot of photos. Caitlin is screaming at us right now because she was like, why didn't you do that, Mary's? Because we're not great with so We're getting better. No. But... um. She was walking out and she said, she actually recognized, she did say to us earlier, she's like, we're the reality guys. We have a podcast. And she did say, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. didn't, didn't, you, you, didn't you message me? And I was like, yeah. You never got you back never, to us. But that's okay. That's okay. She didn't though know who we were besides that. But we were going no. to leave and she said, oh, are you leaving? And we said, yeah, we're leaving. And she said, it was so nice meeting you. And then we started to walk away and I went, and if you ever need to know, there's two gay guys who just out there who just love you. Yeah, you did say that. And it was <laughs> like, and I was like, that's when you walk away. You don't need to say anything else. You actually you pulled, you pulled my arm. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> it's kind of humiliating. I love her! I can always count on you to, humili to humiliate. Yourself. Oh, I will not have it. We are equal opportunity humiliators. Uh, it was a fun event. We were only there event. for like an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> good food. Good drinks. Yeah. At Isabel. All right, everybody. That's the show. That's your toe. That's Hope toe. You that. I'm going to do a Big Brother Corner later. I have not had enough time to watch the show on Sunday night. Um, I'll probably, I may do it on Plathville or something. Or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to tap. To, to tack it onto something. But I do um, know, y'all, fucking Bowie Jane is head of household and stranger things have not happened in my life. <laughs> That's all I got to say about Big Brother. Fucking Bowie Jane. And she nominated... <laughs> it's crazy. Y'all, lions are lying down with lambs. 
right now. I don't know what's going on in this world, but Cuddles. when Bowie Jane is head of household, anything can happen. Anything you can you can have you can win the lottery today. You can go out there and finally tell your mother in law off because Bowie fucking Jane, fucking Bowie Jane is head of household. You could do anything. <laughs> and on that note, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And if you believe in yourself like fucking Bowie Jane, <laughs> Jesus. It's a wrong show. You can you can accomplish anything. Call us. Call us. <laughs> <laughs>